This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the freezing cold of Livingston, their fans came in their thousands to see their boys become champions. Hello and welcome to episode 104 of Celtic Rumors TV, the Balls and Bottles podcast with your host, Mark, and myself, Paul. Join us tonight, we have Terence, here 61 from our phone page of the podcast, www.celticrumors.co.uk. You can also check out all the links to the podcast in the description below. On tonight's show, we will look at Celtic's match between, uh, today at the Tony Macron Stadium, away to Livingston, where Celtic were 3 0 Final victory. We'll also talk about Graham Sooner's comments about the Glasgow team sharing the stadium, and we look ahead to the Champions Final Champions League Group F game away to Real Madrid at Bernabeu. First, you know, I'll hand off to Mark. A few shoutouts. Thanks very much, Paul. A few shoutouts to lads for the forum. Tim Malloy, Richie and his family, a Glasgow Green. We join United Ireland. Uh, forget Bobby and evening, Bobby. Nice to see you in Brian. Nice to see you again, mate. Al, good to see you, you as well, bud. Uh, we're still 619, 620 subs. I'm not 100% sure to be honest, Paul. So, thanks to everybody that tunes in while we're live, listens back to it, and that is really appreciate, appreciate all the help and support. There's a link to you, link in the description box, and that takes you to all our forum pages, our Discord pages for Celtic stuff, for video games, and everything. So, Everybody's more than welcome to come and join us on on any of the platforms as well. Again, just thanks very much. Just keep supporting it. And remember, hit the like button. And if you know how, leave a comment and share it about as well, as well if you can, please. Livingston nil, Celtic 3. Celtic manager Ange has now won two games in the war to Livingston away from home. Something that hasn't been done since 2005 in the Premier League when Celtic recorded 4-0 and 5-0 uh, victories in 2005. So Livingston has become a tough fixture for Celtic in the past and Ange now has overcome that hoodoo and has restored Celtic's four-point lead at the top of the SPL. Goals from Kyogo, Taylor, Yasa. Sat for the game, Livingston shot four to Celtic 16, on target two to Celtic six, possession 25 to Celtic 75, passes Celtic six, party 217 to Livingston pass actually 87% to Livingston 55 Before we go anywhere, Mark, I just want to say, wow, from Craig Taylor. Aye. Craig Taylor every single time. Oh, my God. What a rocket. Aye. You know? but I, I, for me as well, Paul, see the day, I think that's the best I've ever seen Celtic play at Livingston. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It really is. I mean, they never, I mean, they never gave us... It never really causes any problems, and Kev was on the live chat saying that, uh, like that, the big boy they had up front was causing Rangers all sorts of problems mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. I only the two boys had in his pockets. I only caught a wee bit of the highlights, here, but 
and that was the thing. And I see the O'Neill live chat, and I'm seeing it there with the Fibbles Paul committee as well. We didn't let Livingston bully us today. Mm-hmm. I was quite happy that our two centre backs get booked today because it showed that they'd done their job. They'd turned up, done their job, and done. If it, to be, do you get what I mean? If there was a wee bit of a niggly tackle needed done, they were doing it. I was, really, I think that's the best performance at Livingston in a long, long time. It must have been, as you said there, Mark, like, it's, like we want booty today. Like It must have been bad if, if uh, is it Martin, Martin Lade, is it? That's what you call him, the, the Livingston manager? Martin, Martin Dale. Martin Dale. If he was complaining to the referee and the fourth official about Celtics tackles on his players. Oh, do you know what I mean? A Chico in him, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Like you know, I mean, that's who shows how much Celtic stepped up to this game. Uh, I said it uh, last week that I thought this game would suit Moy because they'd sit back and he'll have more pace to, to pass the ball. I, I, I was very impressed with Moy as well today, Mark. The, the whole team, to be honest. Aye, I thought Moy had a, a decent enough game. I'm still, he's, be, he's doing better than I expected him today, Paul. Mm-hmm. But I'm still, I'm still not a hundred percent convinced for him. But I think certain games will suit him, and certain games won't. Like I won't. I think he, it's just slow, Paul. Everything it just seems to slow mm. a bit too slow for everything for me. But he's doing his job well, sir. Maybe I'm just being a bit pernickety, as I says. But I'd well, if I you're going to be, see... if you're going to be looking at my that he's too slow. What can we say about how he today? Being too fast. Uh, uh, Do you know what I mean? Everything uh, went through Mark. He was either either in the pivot role, he was backtracking back, he was passing the ball forward. Hayate was just unplayable today, Mark. I know Taylor Goss uh, managed the match and, and rightly so, but Hayate today for me, like he was just outstanding on the ball, off the ball. He was there to to receive it. You know what I mean? Hi Tom. Hi Thomas. Thanks for coming in, mate. I don't know if you're, that's a, I don't recognise that name. Do you, mm-hmm. Paul? No, no, no. A newcomer, so thanks very much, mate, for tuning in. Hope you enjoy it. But back to Greg Taylor. What I mean, I've, as I said, I've always liked him, but he's went above and beyond the last 20 of this season so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, even, I mean, it was, I mean, mm-hmm. I've, 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 I've been he was a great football player, Paul. I just liked his attitude and I thought he was a, he was a decent enough defender for his kind of thing. But he's, he's, the improvement in him, the improvement in Taylor this year probably surpasses the improvement in Ralston last year. Does Mark? Yeah, even even we were saying he'd be good enough for the SBL, but he has been her best player in Europe as well. Aye, aye. That was mm-hmm. one of the things I used to say about him, Paul. It was if days at the SPL FL level, the, the, the domestic scene, but. He wouldn't be able to make the step up into European kind of level, but mm-hmm. as you said, there, Paul, he's been one of our best players in Europe this year, and some mm-hmm. and among some dismal dismal performances that have kind of scunnered us. Do you know what I mean? Like he, the, the way he's gone, Mark, like he, he's definitely going to attract interest. You know, oh, the, the, the way 100%, he's played. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I You could nearly put Taylor as a Bobby Darrison. You, you could slap up the way he's playing at the moment, Mark, and, and you look at uh, the left back in and around the UK at the moment. Like Taylor has to be up there. Oh, actually, you know I, 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 right now, definitely, Paul. Oh, that Tom agreed. He's Tom, 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 Tick for the forum, right? Good man, nice to see you, Tom. I'd be, Paul, just with his performances, I mean, we know that we know that teams are always scouting Celtic 
whoever, whatever, they're just mm-hmm. going to Celtic to see what's on the kind of go because because of the history we've got to producing players probably like Ayer, back to Wanyama and all that kind of thing. Do you get what I mean? So mm-hmm. there's always scouts watching Celtic and Taylor's got to have caught a few of their eyes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, it's, it'll, it'll not be on a series wage at Celtic. Do you get what I mean? There's no way Greg Taylor's one of your top earners. And mm-hmm. a big money move, I think, I, I mean, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to have a wee, a wee check where you blether next, but Greg Taylor's maybe could be chatting the door looking for a new contract after the new year, Paul, if it carries on the way it is, he's for him and that. Even even that, Mark, it's, it's it's what we were saying last week as well about Ange saying he's a big presence in the dressing room as well. And you can even see that in the pitch, how much of a big presence he is on, on the field. Aye, you know, I mean, he's I feel... always backing out orders, he's always, you know, the one to step up. Like if, if we're not playing well, he seems to want that kind of digs in, you know. Just 2025, his contract runs to. So. I've even with two year two year going on it. Does I maybe think you deserve maybe an extension already this coming summer or that, Paul? Definitely, Mark. Because you look at Celtic's previous history on the piece of We don't want the situation with uh, with Taylor when he's in the last year of, of his contract and we're trying to oh. negotiate a deal with him. Do you know no, what I mean? no, sack that. Just he could get turned with some serious kind of money. Do you get serious money getting mm. dangled in front of him? But again, who can blame him? Who would ever have thought? That, I mean, look at Kieran Tierney. People thought Tierney was going to be here for years and leave when he was maybe 26, 27. So if the chance mm-hmm. came for Taylor to move to, you couldn't really fault the guy. But I, I don't want to sell him. If he did sell him, I'll be looking for, I'll be looking for top dollars for Taylor. Mm-hmm. I really would. You see what you're Definitely. saying there as well, Paul, about he's a kind of big influence in the dressing room. We've compared even to the, like the level of performances, his consistency, he's always been like a six and a seven every week. But mm-hmm. even his actual... He is like he's he is like Tom Boyd and Jackie McNamara. Although he's that he looks like a wee kind of quiet guy. I mean, he's always got a wee snarl in his face when he needs to have it. And as you say, he's must going constantly for ninety minutes barking orders and that. Mm-hmm. Really I'm really, really impressed with Taylor this season. Just what you were saying there, Marcus, you said it was um, one of the best performances you've seen in Celtic play away from home against Livingston today. Was that due to the fact, Mark, we didn't play to their strengths that we kind of kept the ball on the floor and we played to maybe Kyogo strengths and we played to the our team strength, keep the ball on the floor, play our game, well, not trying to cross balls into the in, into their big defenders all day. But I, th- I think that, I, I think there was a collective groan, Paul, when people seen the team sheet today and saw that Gio Marcus was not playing. Everybody thought it was a perfect game for him. But Kyogo... Go is that early goal, and as soon as we got that early goal, there was never, mm-hmm. there was only ever going to be one winner. So I mean, what mm-hmm. was it the eighth, the eighth minute or something like that? Mm-hmm. So Ange goes to bang on his team selection, and then when you see it when Gio Marcus came on, I, I think one of the commentators said as well, he just doesn't seem to like that surface at all, didn't he? No, no. Marcus, he just doesn't see that's seem to... why maybe that's why Mark <clears throat> Ange maybe played Kyogo because Rangers he said. Rangers had something like 73 crosses yeah, into their boats exactly, last Mark. week. And what they were doing, Mark, they, they, trying to get through they, the middle was the they, right idea. Yeah, they were trying to cross the ball into the thing to Kolak. And, I mean, you see the size of their defenders, Mark. They're huge. Uh, that lad there with the dreadlocks, they're like, he, he'd had the ball all day for you. So, I think that's maybe the reason, like, we, we and knows now what Limston are going to play. They're going to pack the defence. 
cross the ball. We'll take your crosses all day long, but if you keep the ball on the floor, Mark, we saw then that they can't really handle that then. Like, you know, like off the pass today, I thought that pass today was was outstanding. I considered on the surface in that. I, I thought it was. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I, as you just what you're saying, Paul, and Cans has like sussed it out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I mean. It's like imagine, imagine you were like trying to sign some player for like January and you asked him where to watch that game today. Do you get exactly. like, you, you, imagine you turning into some young player for Portugal or Spain or something, you know, or come here come here on Saturday, we're playing away for him, we'll take you to the game and that and turn up and look at that pitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'd be sneaking out the park at half time, wouldn't they? Oh, I'm not seeing it for them if we're going to play in surfaces like that. There's yeah. no way I've we've been moaning about it all the time. There's no way in the world that that should be allowed. In a top league, no, 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 is that? See if you're going to go for that kind of surface pole, it should be top draw. And living Kilmarnock, that Aki's can't afford that, so it shouldn't be allowed. Unless mm-hmm. if you want to use artificial grass to that extent, I mean, Celtics is a kind of woven thing into a kind of weave between grass and artificial, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you've got to go for something either that or it's a no go. I get, I mean, I was getting a sore heat, Paul, watching that on the telly today. It just looks it so, you of, so um, weird. What Mickey was saying there on Discord, it reminds you of FIFA about uh, four or five years ago. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it's like, what, trying to play, see like, if you, see like an old computer game. Yeah. You try to, see if you try to play it on a big massive screen these days. The pixels all don't work out in that. That's, what it, that's exactly what <laughs> it's just, like. Like, they just picture some poor fucker scrolling to get a string for the ticket. He gets that and then he thinks it's FIFA uh, that's aye, coming on. Uh, <laughs> back <laughs> off of the pitch, like, you know what I mean? You know? You know, but we did, um, yeah, I just thought, Mark. Good evening, James. Good evening. Good evening, Ter. Thanks for coming in again, bud. Terry, no, we just not. saying there, um, before we came in, like that, that was the best performance we saw from Celtic at the, the Macron Stadium today. We just played to our strength and not to their strength. Like last couple of seasons, we had about 60 crosses into the box. We were going nowhere. Do you know what I mean? But we, we kept the ball on the floor. We played through. And, and to be honest, Ange got it right today. He, he did, Paul. He did 100% because we had said before that I think in the two previous games the last last season there was something like 80 crosses in the two games and sent to go over the aggr- last 1-0 and aggregate obviously nil all at home and 1-0 there so yeah when I, when you were when I, I I even said it myself uh, to Mark or something and, and the and the forum before we started the game started once past it, once Kyogo was up front Celtic had to play the quick passing and movement mm-hmm. there's absolutely no points Whipping, whipping high balls into Kyogo as good as he is, but against those against their defenders because it eases up all day. But yeah, you're 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 dead right, Paul. I mean, you you have one you'd one team today that wanted to play and one team that's just horrible. They're just horrible to watch. They have no intention of even trying to play football, and it's they're just they're just the most negative footballing team I've ever seen in my life. And uh, mm-hmm. and fair play to Celtic from from start to finish they. They they passed their moves. They did everything very very well against the team that just had no intentions of trying to play any bit of ball at all. And delighted that it was a very very impressive result. To be fair, a lot a lot more comfortable than I thought it would be. If to be honest, mm-hmm. yeah. Just something there, Mark. That Terence saying there that about Kyogo playing, and we want putting balls into the the box. And I constantly say that, Mark. That it's the players that need to be judging who's up front. Like we've seen them. In previous games, Mark, when they're pumping crosses into Kyogo and Kyogo's not going to get them, do you get me? Aye. You know, so, 
something's changed. Brian Shane's there again. See what Brian Shane Livingston would probably have trained all week thinking that GG would start. Mm-hmm. I think he's got a point there. And Definitely I think not, yeah. when they've seen it's Kyogo that's clean. And I mean, don't get us wrong, Paul. On that surface, the plan could have went drastically wrong. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. The park trying to play that kind of same game on that surface, but it really worked well today. And I, as I said, is that the hex over back there? Did we, I mean, don't mean panic about going to Livingston, but we, I mean, we strolled that the day. We really did. We really did. It does our first two games, Mark. We won the well. Ross since uh, since 2005. That's how hard this place has been for Celtic to come to. Do you know what I mean? It, that's aye, a long, aye. long time. Like, I mean, 2005 like, was our first time. Who was manager back then? Was it Ronnie Dyla? Was it Lyndon Rogers? 2005. Yeah, like, I mean, it is, like, and it just shows, like, that, Terrence, what Mark was saying, like, that he had Livingston sauce, that, what, what Brian was saying there, like, they were probably expecting Gigi to play that game today. And oh, listen, I say, everyone was bad. And we were all, mm-hmm. we, like, we were, I, I was, I was surprised as well as in, I know, I know Mark was surprised as well, like, as I said, because I, I just put, put up something just before the game, and I saw the team, and, and I was very surprised, and a lot of people were surprised that, Jakimakis wasn't wasn't starting, so I'd say I'd say it definitely cost the Livingston team and the defense on on the hop big time because they were like, as I said, they were probably training all week a specific way for look, let's go and be cross this line. In. We need we need this line of defense. We need to do this, and all of a sudden it's in fairness to Celtic, the ball was rarely crossed in, mm-hmm. I, like you know until obviously the latter stages. But for the majority of the first half, it was all on the deck, and it, they just couldn't cope with us. You know, and it, it was, it was, uh, it was great to see, and, and fair, fair play to Pastacoglu for, for, for doing those changes and and uh, you know starting with Kyogo. Even though, as I said, I would have said all day long it would have been Jack Marcus, but what do I know? At least uh, the main thing is that they got the three points, as I said to Mark again before the game. Regardless of what way they get three points today, the, to the once they get three points, that's the key. Like, mm-hmm. two thousand seven. We needed the three points. That was first and foremost. But I mean, praise, praise, got to give them praise for the performance in that. You really have. But Mark, they're two big. They're two big away games. We won in the space for weeks. Aye, away aye. A heart last week. And then, but you know what the best that's thing was the, today. When you see the fixture league, put the fixture list, Paul, when it comes out, that's the kind of ones that obviously you look for the, the derby games and that. But then you start looking it off. Or look mm-hmm. at that over there, away to Hearts and then away to Living. We're playing in Europe midweek, or that'll be a, a full tough week, kind of. Do you get what I mean? So, mm-hmm. apart from the European result, we came through the week domestically unscathed. And pff, I mean, it was tough going last week, and I'm sure we'll. Yeah, but Mark, know, the difference we, is. I mean, where was VAR the day? We, yes, I just about to say that. Willie <laughs> Collum let the game flow. I thought. He wasn't blowing his whistle, or they wanted aye. the air every second. Do you know what I mean? Like, like last week with Nick Walsh and. McLean blowing the ball up. Stupid ones he blew up. The one that annoyed me was when Kyogo got fouled uh, when he was back cracking and took the ball off the big centre half. Well, the reason I think, Mark, the reason I think. And then Kyogo got away. The reason, Mark. 
The reason I think Mark he did that is because uh, Noble, the, what's his name? And Noble, is it the big tall fella that he was complaining throughout the whole match that Vickers was pulling his jersey? So I thought, I, just, my, I just thought that really come, so I then pulled him jersey. He was like, Well, you're doing the exact same thing. He gave him the free. He's got you know his, what I mean? Um, there's a bit of dubious why it should be in it, play the advantage kind of thing, I thought, there, but. Even you know, down to, even down to the penalty. I knew we were getting that penalty for. Do you know what, Mark? Do you know how not? Give him that penalty and they can't even have been bad if he gives him a penalty. But that was less than a penalty than the harshest one. Exactly. That makes, the, uh-huh. that, that makes the decision last week not if you look at the monitor even worse than it terms. It does. It way worse. Because in fairness, I, I, thought, I thought that penalty today... <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think the lad, the Livingston lad, did an awful lot. I didn't think his hand was very far away from his body. Okay, you can argue the point. His hand is, is obviously diverted oh. all the way because at the end of the day, he goes to Jack Amakis and he's half a chance to finish and he puts it over. So I, I like it's it's day and night compared to last week's decision. Like day and night. Like if you said last week was given and this week wasn't, I'd say yeah, fair enough. Aye, yeah, but that's you're screaming for it, but again, down to the fact it's two nothing. We're sitting here saying, ah, it was a bit soft compared to the one last week and stuff like that. Mm. But I, I don't know. We'll just I, thought the, I, thought the, I thought I thought the for the fine game, to be honest. I'd really because I mean, like I mean, you we can we can look at it and we can obviously uh, analyze it as Celtic supporters and say, oh, this he did that. But like at the same time, he he he's a kind of a ref that doesn't necessarily brandish cards straight away. I mean, Ralston's one was a Stonewall yellow card for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I was arguing with that one. And and you know, and he left him off. And in fairness, the character the character Vickers when he pulls the jerseys is is a is a yellow card. You know what I mean? So I mean, and even he's given their boys yellow cards as well. So I, I thought overall, I thought he had a I thought he had a fine game. To be fair. Mm-hmm. Hey, Thomas, no bother. Thanks very much for coming in, mate. And happy birthday to your daughter. Hope she's a nice night. Yeah, I thought the two boys were. Um... Well, brilliant, Mark, what you were saying there. Like, you don't mind them picking up a yellow card in this game. I thought Jens and Vickers there, like, considering what you said, Mark, like, that he, like, what Kevin was saying, sorry, in the live chat, that he was giving the, the Rangers defence an awful time last week. Aye. I didn't. We we just never looked uncomfortable. I think the two no, shots no. On, on Joe Hart were kind of minimum. So they were kind of straight at him. Sorry, sorry, Paul. There was one, but the boy, and it was him and Carter Vickers going for the ball, and Carter Vicker just bounced off him. Mm-hmm. It was quite early on in the game, and I think I think then after that, Carter Vickers knew he had that kind of that kind of game on his hands. You get what I mean? The two of them went for a fifty-fifty, and Carter Vicker just seemed to bounce right off him and end up on his backside. And I think after that, he thought I'll need to get a wee bit of a dig in at him now and again. But I thought, mm-hmm. aye, if that's what you're saying, today, aye. But if that's what you're saying, half need today picking up a wee yellow card here and there just like that. There's nothing to worry about. That's just for me. That's even a bit well, tactical, I suppose, isn't it? Well, look at just look at look, look at last week. Then you see Ivanovic against Donetsk, and you don't see Ivanovic taking the yellow card. Terence, that's what you were saying there. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Just the difference I, was just, I, was about, I was just about to say that, Paul. If you look, if you look at the two two centre halves for Donetsk last week when Jack Amakis turned them, and 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 uh, that's Stepachenko, I think is his name. I might be wrong now. That they're a kind of holding midfielder fella. On three different occasions last week, when Celtic had a break on our our turn players, and there was a la- near, I won't say last man, but there wasn't much cover. 
they didn't even think twice about taking out the fella. And I, 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 I would, I, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be of the same opinion as Mark. No one, no one again. Celtic, Celtic would just have to become a bit more street boys and even in the SPL. And, and if it means taking a card, you have to take a card. Yeah, obviously you don't be doing that in the first minute or two. But in 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 that situation today, I I didn't think the game was going to go through without the likes of Carter Vickers or their centre forward. One of them at least get the yellow card because it was a it was an all out basically physical battle from the word go. Like they were both pulling and dragging, which you want to see, and a lot of physicality between the two of them. So there was always going to be a yellow card brandished at one stage. The only thing I didn't like to see was at one stage where the Livingston fella went down holding his face as if to say Carter Ooh. Vickers had dealt with him. Oh, I, didn't, oh. I, I, didn't, I didn't like that. And the same with the, the same the time the, their keeper done it, rolling around as if to say that Sebchenko kicked him in the face. Like Ooh. Those two incidents, I, I didn't like those two incidents, though, to be honest, when there was when it was there was no such thing as any any contact with the face in either of the incidents. I thought that was a bit now, that was a bit over the top now, to be honest with myself. But, do, you yeah, think, but do, you think, do you think maybe it's even a wee bit of cuteness for like, even like Carter Vickers, see if he's up against these big kind of stroppy centre forwards, he's maybe clapping him and picking up the yellow card, right? Yeah, but see for the rest of the game, like, he's walking a tight rope of yellow card, but the, the strikers always try to go to him into getting the foul. Which the referee's always going to see a little mate. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. The strikers well, striker probably looking there for another foul off the carrot of Vickers to get him sent off and score a goal. Do you get what I mean? Oh, 100%. But what, what I do notice as well is, as Mark, is Carter Vickers is such as an intelligent footballer, in my opinion. Yes. That if you watch him, once he gets the yellow card, he doesn't get himself involved as much. He more He's yeah. more tendency to stand off that little bit. And, and, and allow their centre forward to take it down. He doesn't kind of dive in, not I won't say dive in, but kind of get involved in the in the, the pulling and dragging as much uh, because he knows he's on the yellow card. Like he's set down his marker. He's set yeah, down the marker. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he's trying to be, he's been, he's been cute about it. He's just literally kind of, as you said, he's he nearly has the defender or the centre forward thinking, well, he's going to come flying in here now. And Carter Vickers shows how, how much he's been around and he after the yellow card he literally he stood up and but he never dived in but he you know, he had your man in his pocket to be fair to me your man played well to be fair but Carter Vickers was Carter Vickers was superb again today you know what I mean and you know he just he just he's such a sensible clever footballer the way he does it like I said he gave physical and if he has to take the yellow he took the yellow and after that then he just didn't he didn't commit himself to put himself in a position where it allowed the referee to make another decision like that and that's what I thought uh, I, I was really impressed with that to watch like I don't know. He's a very intelligent player, Carter Vickers, for like somebody so young. But Mark, I'm always saying, Denmark, when I said that, Mark, I said, he's been at Tottenham all his life. And look at the managers who were at Tottenham when he was there. Do you know what I mean? You'd Jose Mourinho, you'd um, Pochettino. Do you know what I mean? Great managers. Like, but it was his height, wasn't it? That was for putting yeah, him off. Anybody that was it was heist, yeah, but then like you look at it now in in Martinez for, for Manchester United market, he has the most headers in the Premier League at the moment. Do you get me? So that's like, that that's sort of a big huge centre back the way the, the way football's kinda of progressing is, is is kinda of gone. Do you know what I mean? No one kinda of really unless you're playing today a team against Livingston. Gotta go to pump the ball in, do you get me? You know? I don't know, is Bobby actually taking my notes or what? <laughs> but uh Is that was that rustling when you were rustling notes? Yeah, is 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 Starfight when he's fit, does he come straight back into this team or do we stick with Jens and Vickers at the moment? 
Well, that's stick with games. Yeah, I Max. If a player, if a player's no put a player, I mean, he's done it with Forrest, he's done it with Geo and that, but if, if they're playing with that kind of settled defence, they know it's playing well. Yenzi's jersey to Los and it's Starfields to take. Do you get what I mean? For me, it's still Yenzi's yeah, mm-hmm. still, still got to be the kind of main partner they know anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's I'm a mistake in both of them. There's a mistake in all our back four. Do you get me? There's a mistake there anyway. But for me, it's it's just the physicality I think that Jens brings as well. Do you mean he's a big unit? He doesn't mind a, a big centre forward against him. Do you know what I mean? He he takes that aggression. He can play, he can play a bit. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, he's for me. It's it's a bit like it's a bit like the old fashioned kind of centre back peering into one's a big bully, a ball winner, one's mm-hmm. like a kind of ball player kind of thing, but. Yeah, it's weird because Jens is the tallest. He obviously he's, a, he's the tallest. You'd imagine him; he'd just be made a big kind of up there for the, the header kind of stuff. But it's a it's a good partnership, and they've kind of dovetailed really well. In the game, I mean, it really it's hard to pick. It's a hard choice, Paul. Really, to pick between Carter Vickers and Starfield or Carter Vickers and Jens for me, you know. And I was mm-hmm. I wasn't a big no, I'm saying I wasn't a big fan, but I wasn't sure of him. It just reminded me a bit of Julian for a while. We're seeing there he's Disney getting into a few challenges now, but Disney for a start. It mm. just shows the difference, Denmark, when you're playing with Vickers. Do you get me? Uh, he's, 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 a, he's a vital cogpod. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Exactly, it doesn't. It doesn't it, I, I'd be the, I'd be the same uh, in, in agreement of yourself. It has to be the, the same two here because, in fairness, they're they're not doing anything wrong. So it's 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 Jens's jersey at the minute, and Starfield has to prove that he's uh, that he's fit enough to come back and. To take the jersey and as is as is maybe Welsh or whoever it may be, but yeah, Yen, exactly, on, on, you Even know, Yen has not Sorry, Tom's gone. Go yeah, no, sorry, no, I'm just saying Yen hasn't just done saying. it. I'm just saying Yen hasn't done anything wrong as of as of yet. Since he, since he's since he's played with Carter Vickers, he hasn't done anything wrong to justify him not starting. Mm-hmm. That would be that would that would be that would be my main taking it. But the vital mm-hmm. the vital the vital key or the vital ingredient to any of the other centre has for me is Vickers. If Carter Vickers is in the team, you feel more comfortable if Star if Starfield's playing there. You feel more comfortable if Jens is playing there, and you feel more comfortable if Welsh is playing there. Because if you look at even Welsh's two performances for me when Carter Vickers came back against Leipzig over in Leipzig was it over mm-hmm. Leipzig? And the following game, the following league game after that, he didn't do anything wrong. But if you put Vickers, if you put Jens and Starfield or Jens and Welsh or Welsh and Starfield together, I think you've got a you've got a completely different dynamic there. That Vickers is is the is the key there. He's the fulcrum. If he's not there, everything else around him kind of goes pear-shaped. So he's the main man for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just what Terence was saying there, Mark. You could say, and he mentioned as well, is about Welch. When Welch steps in there, and he's with Vickers, it's the exact same. He has a good game, but aye, aye. when two of them play together, it doesn't matter if it's Starfelt or Welch. I think, do you know what I mean? They're they're poor together, but when it's Vickers and someone else, it it, it he's he's really the leader of that team, and you can see why Ange actually gave him the the captain's armband rather than Joe Hart. Do you know what I mean? You know, to have that outfielder on the pitch who who has that leadership experience who 
and for me, like he's a born leader. Do you know what I mean? He leads on the back and I mean, you know? He's definitely the main man in defence. In quick terms, just saying, I totally agree with him. As long as it's Carter Vickers and ex-other, we'll, I think we'll be fine. But it's when it, Carter Vickers isn't there, they should be kind of looking a, bit, a wee bit in disarray. But one of these other ones has got to step up to the plate then. It could mm-hmm. be a pure shock, and it is maybe Stephen Welsh. Do you get what I mean? Maybe Andrew Saint and Stephen Welsh. See, see what Big Cameron's doing there, son. That's what you have to do for me. You want to play in this team every week. That's what you have to do. The job he's doing, that's what you have to do. But the only worry, the only worry with it is when he was out, how fragile the centre has been look. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And that was that, that was, was really good. Like... We only did, and that was, and I, I, I wouldn't matter if it was Welsh and Starfield or Welsh and Yens or Yens and and Welsh, whoever it was in Starfield. It didn't matter which 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 three of the three, which two of the combination were. They 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 seemed I know Starfield has been out, but it was the other two, and they they struggled. I mean, the the Sibirian game is a prime example. The Leipzig game, one of the, the Leipzig games where they played, you know, it was it was obvious as well. So look, but not just them, Terrence, there like, was a whole um, there was a whole uncertainty around Joe Hart as well when when Vickers wasn't there. Do you get me? You know, yeah, yeah, but through the full defence, when yeah, just yeah, having yeah. that same kind of kind of confidence in. No swag, no swagger, but just confidence that the way Ange wanted the, the mm. game to be played was it wasn't kind of working out when Carter Vickers was wasn't in the team. Well, he's the guy we were always saying was basically the first receiver. And he's driving out with the ball, which most teams would have their middle midfielder do. So he was doing that. So all of a sudden you're going to Jens, right? I need you to do that. I know to Welsh. I need you to do that. And it's a guy who's not comfortable doing it, and it makes it it makes a big difference. And as well too, Paul, for me. The likes of Carter Vickers, and for me, one of the important things of any of the teams is is the spine of the team. The goalie, mm-hmm. the centre half, the centre midfield, the centre forward. And obviously, Joe Hart's a fine keeper, but when, once he has Carter Vickers in front of him, he's even a better keeper. Mm-hmm. And then if you have your Callum McGregor, okay, Riley's coming in, he's done a great job. And then if it's Jack and Max or Kyogo up front, then you can, you can for me, you can build left and right off that because any good Celtic teams of, of times gone by, the spine of their team, most, more times than not, the four the four players down the middle of that were always very very strong players, very very strong players, and you could you could build left and right off it, and that's 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 that's, that's what Postecoglou has done for me. He's got the spine of the team really going in. Yeah, look, you've got a Royley in where McGregor's normally there. He's not as good as McGregor, but he's still a very very good. He's still playing very good football in that role, so it, it's it's helping. But Carter Vickers, Carter Vickers, as we've seen. We just go through. You could. We're we're doing okay with 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 McGregor gone. If Carter Vickers was gone, I don't think we'd be able to perform the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've already played ten points better off uh, than last season. Scored sixteen more goals, uh, all with significant players injured. You can ask for much more. No, you can't really. Do you know what I mean? Like you look at the goals scored. Like you know what I mean? It's just phenomenal. Among the goals we we've actually scored uh, so far this season, Mark, and we we have conceded very few as well. You know what I mean? Like that, we we've seen it last season as well uh, with this squad when key players were out. We had Yas and Abada setting up. So the whole squad at the moment, like I feel like if, if, if players coming in do step up. Do you know what I mean? Uh, they're starting to now, Paul. Uh, mm-hmm. Even in Marpy as well, thanks very much for coming in again, mate. Nice to see you. 
but I, I, I keep saying this, I don't know, but if it, I'm not saying it's a good thing for the McGregors out the team. Do you get what I mean? But I think it gave Vance good for thought and he's had to think of other ways to play the team. I think that's only going to be better for his going forward with it. That he can rest McGregor as well, Mark? I, I, I think, I, knowing now that he doesn't need to have McGregor playing every single game and there is other, he doesn't even need to be playing him in that, that kind of position because that's always got to be a weak spot with him playing there. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's not we spoke about it to death. It's, I don't think we'll, we'll become a better actual team with McGregor playing that kind of role. I really don't. So mm-hmm. it's something that maybe I've just actually seen now that we don't need to do that. Other players have spoke about it. Players need to get game time. You get what I mean? Abelgaard again comes on for a wee while the day. Could he have started the day? Probably. Do you know what I mean? There's things that... It's a great win. We've said it, going to Livingston win and see nothing. But... Well, Mark, would you think then, would you think then, though, Mark, like it, w- w- what you were saying there, would you start Allegar today? And if we didn't get the results that we did, and he started Allegar, like would we be saying then? Ah, I know. Why did he start Allegar the pitch aye, like aye, that? Do you get me? Ah, so often, but I know that, but I, but even I mean, it's like Chelsea and Martin game in that poll. You're always going to get these kind of freak results. They, mm-hmm. we, we, we were getting into a wee kind of rut. There, to get what I mean domestically and because of the way things were going in Europe, so it was, it was a two dunter every week, every every week. Do you know what I mean? With mm. disappointing results. I'm actually, but, um, but you will, well, but as I said, one half results like that happen. But when you're losing to Saint Martin and then you're drawing and it's a drab result, or you're, mm. you're even even winning games in the last minute, you think your performance is only quite up to scratch. But I mm. think for Hearts last week in the day as well. I think they've proved that there's been a wee bit of a corner turned with, turned with the way the team's going to move playing, play moving forward, Paul. I actually, yeah, that's what I, was, I would say, Mark, because uh, after uh, the shot to the next game, I, I was was thinking, like, would this affect the team? Do you get me to the, the result of uh, Shaq? Like another, another European upset, you know what I mean? That, that it did freaking affect us, I think, in, pre, in the previous matches. But, to be fair to the players today, like I, I wasn't expecting them to play. Just, just going by previous matches on this pitch to get me, you know, I wasn't expect. I was expecting uh, G up front and Frosty pumping in the ball into the box and hope for the best kind of a thing. Mark that we talked about, but to be fair to the players, like they, they just got everything right today. You know, they really, really did. Aye, aye, you know? it was a great performance. Evening, Rod. Nice to see you in again, again, mate. Thanks for coming in, bud. Mm-hmm. But as I said at the start, Paul, for me, that's the best performance that yeah, we've seen in a long, 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 long time. If, if memory, I can't even probably mind one that we played. I mean, but we, were, we weren't in complete control. I can't even remember Joe Hart having any kind of significant no. save to make. I think it was two saves, Mark, two, and they were getting straight at him. Aye, two shots in target, but there was nothing to worry about. And, Obviously, again, Paul, we see it week in, week out, see if we can get an, an early goal here. We'll go and win that. And even on the live chat, when we were sitting at 2 nothing, I said, we'll get another goal here. Fair enough, Giamakis missed the penalty, but we did, we did go in and get the other goal. It was just, Celtic just seemed to, after that first goal went in, that was it, we were an easy street all day, really. And it's probably, but that's what we need to do, Mark, against these teams who are sitting back. Do you know what I mean? We just need to start fast. Get the early Aye. goal to, to bring them out a bit. Then do you know what I mean? You know, I can't have a slow, a slow start uh, against teams that are, that are sitting back. Do you know what I mean? 
give that a bit of a buy. You know, you mentioned, mentioned that term. Mm-hmm. You, you still, you, I used to like taking a pot shot for you. Into the far post mm. and stuff like that, yeah. But it, even, it, it, even not, I say, Terence, yeah. Yeah, I think got a great strike. I'm not saying mm. just hitting it for the sake of hitting it, but I'm just uh, saying on certain occasions there might be. Up, might, it opens up for you. The short, the short zoning is worth yeah, taking. Yeah, just take. Sometimes I think when they try to do a lot of this tippy tappy stuff, as I said, it's when the defenses are so packed, it's so hard to do it. Like it's just, you know, it's to, to play yourself. To play two and three passes between three, two or three lads between four, trying to break through through them on the edge of the box is so hard to do because they're it's so packed in there. Now, as I said, I'm not trying to be critical today. I'm delighted, but I'm just saying maybe it's something that they could, they should, they should maybe look at. As he said, look, and maybe it's an instruction. I don't know, but certainly lads don't seem to be willing to have that that pot shot mm-hmm. anymore that they they would have done before, you know. I'll there was saying. I think anybody. Taylor mm. and Valsin are the first two picks. Well, uh, Bobby is saying Jovanovic uh, for Europe is better. Well, for me, mm. at the moment, uh, the reason Shakhtar got their goal is because too many times, and I, I, I pointed out to you last week that Jovanovic was on top of Vickers the whole game. And today I didn't see that with Valsin. He stayed out in his line. Do you know what I mean? He stayed where he needed to be. And, uh, how, do you know, how do you know Ange didn't tell him to get in there, Paul? Just to kind of to cover, not, not to cover Carter Vickers, but to kind of cover that area where that Mudrick would be running into. Yeah, but then back, yeah, but he left Mudrick out there. Um, aye, 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 aye. But how do we know that no, Ange was like, he's going to get into that position. But I've seen it a few times, Remark, with Ivanovic coming into that kind of centre back role. Do you know he talks for me he talks in too much when Radisson stays out wide and I, I, I just liked what uh like we're not saying Radisson's a better player but I just prefer Radisson at the moment just what he brings to the team in getting forward he brings that like like the physicality t- today to me was, was, was all bang on. You'd Radisson, you'd Vickers, you'd Yen, you'd Haksabanovich. Do you know what I mean? You know, I think Ralston just brings a bit Taylor, of toughness. Taylor, that yeah, you, exactly. Taylor does, Taylor, Taylor does offer a good bit yeah. of physicality to the team. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. I think, I think Paul, Ralston's physicality, yeah, he'd be better than Juranovic. I think Juranovic myself is a better player. That's in my own personal opinion. But oh, I think, yeah. I, I, I think, I think Ralston is much better at the overlap than Juranovic. Mm-hmm. So it's... Look, I, I, I think it's a it's a good complaint to have that you've got two really, really good fullbacks. And I think I think, I think Costa, Croatia yeah, because I, Croatia would, would stay a kind of a country who who kind of sit back and kinda of let Modric do the work up play, front. He plays, get left back, he plays left back for him, doesn't he? That's what I'm saying, yeah. Mark. So he kinda of stays back for them. But in Valison then like he does get forward, like do you know what I mean? Like it it it's it's like last week when Hart with Hearts against Hearts and we Burnaby started. Exactly, that was everybody, terrible. Everybody, yeah, everybody, yeah. everybody, uh, everybody kind of right away was like, that's a bit of a dodgy decision. And it, I mean, the wee guy did struggle kind of thing. And once Taylor came on again, it was a different kettle of fish. Could you take back maybe that was in Andrew's head then as well, Algar today? Not to start him in that game because of 
the horror game the young lad had last week against Tarts. But when do you start him, Paul? Allegard. I know, but when do you start him? I know, I mean, you know, I, I, I know what you're saying, but, but if there's ever going to be a game that you know Celtic are going to have a ton of possession and the opposition are going to sit back, it's surely a game like that today, even even in their ground, that you man, Oligard is going to have a lot of possession, a lot of passing, a lot of he's going to the ball's going to be in front of him most of the day. And, and these, that's what we were saying last week, Terence. Yeah, that's what we were saying last these week. Young, like these, these young players as well, Paul, might be better suited to playing on that pitch. True. Because they're well, there's Astro Topmark and there's Livingston Astro Topmark. They're red ashing that, aye. Maybe that could be a kind of factor, but Terence is saying, but when are they going to play them? But exactly. Maybe young players that have played on these kind of rubbish pitches for the last few years, the youth teams and that would be more suited to playing a game like that today. Even, even, my, even my wife was like, what's wrong with the pitch? What's wrong with that? And she goes, that looks terrible. And I was obviously explaining to her that it was basically carpet and lino and a couple of other bits and pieces thrown down on the ground. Even on the telly, like, it just looks bad. Like, really? Just see all these weird... It's like, yeah, they crop circles. Just yeah. see all these kind of weird shapes for... Take this thing to me years ago, Mark. Me and Fitbit Patch have got a kind of pattern to their grass. And, yeah. I mean, all these fancy patterns and how the grass is cut to suit the guys the way the, the team play their games and yeah. all that. And Do you remember you growing up, you had that. a television where you used to tune the television, you used to kind of turn the, the, the circle thing, remember that? Ah, yeah, it was like that, and all the, all, the, all the lines used to come across <laughs> the television. That's the way their pitch looked today. Like, I mean, it, it you know, it was hard to watch it like. I you know, looked like the ploughing champions are, ploughing championships are after banana or something. Yeah, like, it looked it, like the fellow was after ploughing lines straight across the middle of the street. It looked horrific. When horses jump their fences, stuff that into like the Olympics. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was like show jumping today, Mark, the way the Lewiston players were going down, weren't they? It was, uh, it was for, for big lads, they go down an awful lot, don't they? You know, they really, really do, like, you know. And to be fair to Willie Collum, like he wasn't that, having it, noticed, like. But have you not noticed that's kind of maybe a wee bit of a current theme that's coming up against kind of teams we are playing? They do seem to even like Hearts, that Hearts team are. I mean, Hearts team are getting doing as if they've been shot by the slightest on them. But apart from that wee Devlin guy, every other one of them was hitting the deck. He's so easy last week. Maybe that's something they think they can get away with. Now. I don't know. They just want to get a pair of booked markers. I mean, like, that, really. That lovely player flung Haksabanovich to the deck. I'm sure it was Haksabanovich. It was, yeah. yeah. Him, flung him right to the deck, and I think it was Andy Walker. that was like, oh, there's nothing in that. No, he just grabbed him and flung him in the gun. The Kyle going after the goal. As well. The Kyle going after the goal. Where Kyle, he, Kyle go, they centred and Kyle go in. Your man blocked him. And then oh, your yeah. man came back and just pushed him into the ground again. Like, and you're like, God, she's my mum thought, she's my mum even thought she's nitty in like that. She was, I've gave it up donkeys years ago. Your mum would be embarrassed to have nitty that pitch you're living through the team. I'd be worse than an iron jumper. <laughs> but even going back to your point there, Paul, if you look at, if you look at the reaction of the Livingston players for the Hexavanovich one on the keeper, he didn't touch the keeper into the face. He went exactly. for the ball. But the keeper mimicked it, he kicked him in the face, but the Livingston players went up in arms, there was four or five of them roaring. That's clearly looking to get a player sent off. And the keeper rolling around the ground as if he's after been shot like, and he wasn't kicked in the head like. 
Do you know what I mean? And uh, that kind of, that kind of stuff like is exactly what what Mark is saying there. Like, whereas whereas like these you, teams you should be looked at VAR. I mean, the keeper yeah, but, should have been both no. there to get a player sent off. That's just VAR, isn't it? Uh, but that's not that VAR's fertile. That's they, they, they can only look at his back on the which way they get sent off. Aye. If, if, if there was any kind of question it being a foul, I mean, there was no, did he even get a foul for that? No. Troy. Do you get what I mean? So well, and it was off the ball as well, like, you know what I mean? It was off the ball. You know, no, what that's what... About. No, the one on the so, keeper, I'm saying. The one on the keeper challenge. Yeah, the goalkeeper but, challenge. Like, I mean, that, for me, that should have been looked at there. Be, see, to see, like, if, if it was a free kick, right? Like, it was a free kick that really Colum did. Well, then, that's classified as dangerous play. You get me? So why didn't Willie Collum actually go look at the, the monitor or the wagon on him? Well, yeah, and then say, like, he actually didn't touch him. Aye, but, but, aye, but was it, did he just give the foul, Paul, or did he give the foul for a boot in the heat? For no, the, he, can, he just gave the foul and he just said, That's what I'm saying, like, Mark, another referee, Mark, that could have easily been a red card or a thing for, do you know what I mean? You know? Oh, I don't know, I, get, I don't know how yeah. that would go. You know, but, that's but like, it's, but again, it's, it's back to the same thing again, but there's no explanations for it. Mm. No, but it's the Livingston players though, Mark. If the Livingston players don't react the same way, exactly. in my opinion, the, keep, the keeper doesn't ro- roll around as if he's looking for uh, a, a, an acting job in platoon. Do you know what because I mean? Because the way he went down, Terrence, I was expecting to get a pump and bleeding. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he'd, 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 he'd been cut, Paul, the way he was rolling about. Yeah, that's what he'd been cut. But he didn't put his face off. Hail, hail, Joseph. Thanks for coming in again tonight, mate. Nice to see you, but, bud. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't touch his face. If you watch it, he goes... Yeah, he he goes for the ball. And look, some might say he should pull up. Maybe he shouldn't. Maybe he should, blah, blah, blah. But he goes for the ball. He's he's two feet away from the keeper's head, like. And this, this nonsense, the keeper grabbing his face and rolling around and all. And then you have a clown there wearing a bandana or whatever he's wearing. They're sent back roaring and shouting as well. Do you know what I mean? Well, the, With, the rules are, Terence, that if the keeper's... Two hands aren't on the ball, yes. It's a strike that's entitled to go for the ball, yeah. So he, oh, yeah. he, he, well, he, was, he was 100% entitled to go for yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The ball was, was between himself and the keeper. Do you get me? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's so, it's just a reaction. Like it's a reaction yeah. that the Livingston players just, that just, yeah. that just drove me up the wall. I'm thinking, like, you know, like, he, if, he, if Aksavanovich has gone sliding in with two boots and absolutely clobbered him, I'd say, fair enough. I'd say, yeah, look, maybe he's in trouble here. Like, but you didn't see the same reaction from Celtic players a couple of months ago when, when, when Fletcher caught Joe Hart in the head. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You didn't see, you didn't see Joe Hart rolling around the ground and he was bust open. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You didn't see the Celtic players going crazy, going, oh, that should be a red card. Everyone was like, yeah, look, he's, he's gone for the ball. It's a bit clumsy. It's a yellow card. Fair enough. Get on with it. These boys mm-hmm. today, these boys today were clearly looking for a guy to get sent off, and it, it was, it was awesome to watch. Definitely. Look, okay, good win. Uh, we we, we keep on leading the top to, to to four points, and as we were saying there, and the lads were saying that there were two two big big away wins uh, this week. Uh, moving on, former Rangers uh, player and manager Graham De Hunt Sunis uh, has come out and said that Celtic and Rangers should share a stadium. Celtic Park is the third biggest stadium in the UK, just behind Wembley and Old Trafford. Celtic board are planning increase. Uh, the, the stadium in the, in the current few years, hopefully, uh, to 70,000. Uh, just because Rangers can't afford repairs that we, we spoke about last week, they obviously can't afford a new stadium. Mark's constantly saying Celtic should be the number one team in Scotland. Let let Rangers 
do what they do and let them fall behind. This is a clear situation, Mark. If we increase our stadium, we're going to let them fall behind. Oh, wages comes by soon, as Mark, who said last week that Celtic fans were disgraced. Soonest is a complete idiot, an absolute total buyer. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, it's, it's, as I said, Paul, when I put in the description, Soonest is brain fart about the mm-hmm. stadium. I don't, I, it's just one of these pundits. I, I think you just sit there and come up with attention, It's like these hat hooring sites on Twitter and on the internet, Paul. We've just come up with any old bullshit to keep relevant and get everybody listening there looking. And, do you get what I mean? That kind of stuff. Absolute garbage. We've got mm-hmm. we've got we've got an advantage our Rangers, a financial advantage our Rangers every season. When every season starts, we've got a financial advantage over them because we've got more season ticket holders in them. We've got a bigger capacity. Why should mm-hmm. we get that? Why should we get that advantage to them? Exactly. Why should why should why should we say oh, we'll just we'll just cut down whatever millions that is and we'll just have the same amount of season tickets every season? I, mean, I think that's why Marky came out and said it. Because he knows looking for attention, an absolute fucking sausage. So he is, man. You know, excuse the French there, El Sausage. (laughs) You know, like like Terence, like we spoke about them last week, asking for painters and builders to come in voluntary to fix up their stadium. To me, it's clear that they don't have it to fix up their stadium, and he's coming up with these stupid what Mark is saying there, outrageous. For years there's been talk about all this, right? I'm not getting heart on about this stuff again, right? There's been all about the asbestos in iBooks and the state of iBooks. I've not seen the pictures and that, right? And I have spent a wee bit of money on it, but there's no they've no brought it up to standards that should have been brought up to over the years. They've wasted millions on all Well, they're out they're all the sedative. And now the is there something doing the pipeline coming in that's gonna make iBrooks like a bit desolate, a bit Behind the times that they're maybe even not going to be allowed to play in the Champions League or that. Mm-hmm. I mean, going about this thing about a five-star stadium and all that. Jeff has not released a, a list about that for about two thousand and seven. They harp on about oh, Ibrox is a five-star stadium with UFI. It was fifteen, sixteen years ago. No, mm-hmm. no, it doesn't meet criteria. No, do you get what I mean? Sure, remember I told you about the two Americans that came over and the taxi driver told them that it was mm-hmm. Ibrox. And they thought it was a shopping centre. <laughs> it's, 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 look, it's ludicrous comments out of, out of soon. It's just, it, it makes no sense. I, I'm not sure what he was thinking at the time, whether someone, like, I know he was going on about the Champions League. And, and the problem that I have with a lot of it, Paul, is, is when, when Celtic are doing okay and, and, and doing well and they're in the horrors, it's always, it's always it. It's always us or together. They're always penned into the one brush. But when, if if for argument's sake, if they were doing well, when they were doing well in the the night the 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 nineties, no one turned around and said, "Oh, there should be a Celtic and Rangers stadium together." Uh, wouldn't, that, that wouldn't even that would, when they were getting to the likes of the European Cup quarterfinals or semi-finals or whatever, doing well every year, winning league titles. No one turned around and said, "I think Celtic and Rangers should have one big stadium like for argument's sake, AC and Inter Milan." Those things would never even be entertained. And the notion that, one, he thinks that, and the two, his notion was to say that they should bulldoze Celtic Park and build a new stadium. How, why did he not mention about bulldoze and eyebrows? I'm just curious to see. Why, why was the vibration from Celtic Park would probably, probably not that anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but, 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 but the big juice must be open. 
the big yes, vibrations, Mark. When the bulldozing says to pack the vibrations, would knock eye blocks anyway. Didn't you mind of God? He tunnels to the oil reserves and the tunnel to the train to the Vatican, what underneath Celtic Park. So you need to think about the things, you know what I mean? Listen, the notion that he came out with it, I'm sure even people that knew him and know him well were probably looking at him going, like, what is he thinking about? What is it? Like, at the end of the day, Paul, he's on about... Sensationalism into that. So. And he, he's on about, oh, the, the Scottish teams have done terrible in the Champions League and this and that and blah, 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 blah. We, you know, instead of a 100-seater stadium and it will help them to come in. Listen, the bottom line is all those things make no difference. It's what should be making the where would make the difference if they went away and they got a proper TV deal, where they were getting paid proper money, like down in where they're getting mm-hmm. paid in the Premier League. That's the reason that the teams in the Premier League can compete and compete in the Champions League, and the teams in Scotland can compete in the Champions League because they can't buy players and they don't have the money to buy players. But yet Celtic and Ibrox will have full stadiums every week. Whereas, like if you've got Bournemouth, if Bournemouth for curiosity managed to qualify for the Champions League. They've got 11,000 seater stadium or 12,000 seater stadium or something like that. That's all they've got. Like, Well, yet they can afford to pay, pay big money for, for they're, players. They're, they're, they're putting under, one of the underground maps here, Celtic Park. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Can you see that? Can you see that? Yeah. Can you? Jesus Christ. Unreal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Look at all the oil and gold and the, the subway to the Vatican and that. No wonder Fickin Ibrox wants a piece of Celtic Park, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know? But it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, it's a nonsense statement to make in the first place, Paul. As I said, like, I mean, I mean Celtic... We look after what Celtic have to do. The other crowd can do whatever they want. None of us are overly worried about what they do. And for soon as I said, to come out with those, those, that kind of nonsense statement talking about Champions Leagues and that's the only way they'll progress and that's the only way to do this. When things go, I know when things are bad over there, every man and his dog from their side of it seems to go, "Oh, this player is going to leave," or "That's the problem over there." You never hear from you never hear from a normal punter. Like you never hear from a, an actual an actual normal expert that isn't connected to, for argument's sake, Rangers. Whereas yeah. you have fellas coming out continuously going, "Oh yeah, Alex McLeish. Oh yeah, he's definitely going to leave now in January. Josh has definitely gone in January. Or Bad has definitely gone in January. Here, or Riley's definitely gone. Why are these guys gone? You don't hear them saying anything about any of the Rangers guys. The reason is they're saying it is because they know that they're under massive pressure because Celtic are getting that little bit further ahead. 
that little bit further ahead. They've got better players. They've got better managers. They've got a better structure in the comp in the in the clubs from top to bottom. It's a well-run club. They've got a very good stadium. They've got a very good training ground. They're developing all the time. They're upgrading all the time, and they just don't like looking at that. And they're doing mm-hmm. everything in their power to try and go. Oh, Pastor Cogley should go to Brighton, and Jossie should go to Southampton, and O'Reilly should go to whoever the hell was after him. Did you notice Terence never linked uh, Big Ange? linked Big Ange be moving to Aston Villa to replace Gerrard? Oh uh-huh. yeah, yeah. He's been linked to every other job in England, but oh, he's not good enough to replace Gerrard. That's yeah. That was kind of the message they were putting out. Do you get what I mean? They were going, oh, Leicester were interested, they were interested, but when the sure. when the Villa job came up, he wasn't even quoted for it. Then sure, Mark, it was a big team. Sorry, he was even listed for number ten, wasn't he? Pastor mm-hmm. Cogley was even listed as going in at number ten after when Liz, Liz, whatever her name is, first left. He was, he was annoyed with their next at this stage, like you know what I mean. But he just said the only one he wasn't was Villa, like. Aye, that was I noticed that, and I just again, it's just kind of snobbery as well. Soon he spent too much time doing in England. Oh, he did, and he's just. Well, he's half go, and half scarfs, Mark, and Aye, but no, but see, daily, all, all he's got is his attachment to Rangers. Uh-huh. He's not got any interest in Scottish football whatsoever, King. He's known if he, he walked out in Rangers, he, he, he's on about this big Rangers man, and all about how great he is, and that. But just another attention seeker. That's what it's just like. I mean, he's I've, like I'm, Gert, he's like our Charlie Nicholas, Mark, isn't he? Aye, I, I even knew that Charlie's had the bullet off his guy. Charlie started coming back round to the kind of Celtic way you're thinking, if you've noticed that as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, so these guys, yeah. like, who's that guy that's on? Uh, Humphrey Crystal Palace used to own Crystal Palace or something like that. It's on Simon Jordan. Simon Jordan. He just, he just sits there and to say stuff to annoy folk. Do you get basically but that's what Sunnis has done here as well. He knows he's going to be the, the talk is Scottish football and he's brought up something that's going to be talked about on forums, talked about in podcasts, talked about on Twitter. So he's basically done what he's done. He's done his job. He's got everybody talking about him. It's not about what he said, we're, we're talking about him because everybody with half a brain cell knows that the idea of that happening is just absolutely outrageous. For the simple fact, even then, well, if he wants us to do that, did he mention the SFA? What's the point mm-hmm. of Hamden if he wants Celtic Rangers to do that? What's the point of exactly Hamden? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, just, just, all it comes down to the fact is they will never be able to match us for capacity. They can't extend Ibrox to the kind of capacity we have. They right? and I know they right? there is I'm not saying I know that's exclusive like some big daft exclusive, right? There is plans being done and they've kind of been worked on as the years went by to how to extend Celtic <coughs> Park. Eventually it will happen. It I'm, will I'm, happen, Mark. Right? Yeah. Uh, eventually I'm convinced. I it think will COVID happen. Mark kind of put a kind of a stop to that as well and I kind of with hands coming in, Mark, isn't this? But I mean eventually it will happen. There's plans made up and they look at them every now and again and upgrade to who they want to date and things they maybe need to do to comply with UF as higher kind of categories and stuff like that. So Celtic it's something Celtic are looking at. But what is it, Mark? Rangers, is it just Rangers Rangers can't off, be it looking at that? Half, is it? The stadium closed off and have it all together. Just, and kind of, just kind of round it all off, probably. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you think, would you think, Mark? Sorry, go on there. No, I was going to say about that is there's going to be a hell of a lot of empty places. It's a lot of games. Celtic's well, never going to fill, fill 76,000 week in, week out. We can't even fill it the new, let's be honest. Do you think, Mark, a lot of that is 
in the in the pipeline. That's that stuff is in the pipeline because there's a there's a, seems to be a lot more talk about another again this European style. Could be Super League yeah. and, uh, and that kind of thing. Would, would 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 that would that be kind of more in the sense of Celtic Borg going? Okay, look, if we if we go down this road and we are playing Ragnarok, Ajax, Ghent, uh, Porto, Benfica, whoever. If it, I know it's Celtic won't be in with your Real Madrid and Barcelona, but if they're playing the next level, say for argument's sake of that, um, down at that level, and say your Tottenham or Arsenal or whatever, and they, these are all in this European league or whatever the story is. I would, I, I could see then the Celtic Stadium being increased, and I would wonder, would it be a situation of Celtic have that in the, in a sense, in the back burner that if this happens and we go into this and we are in this situa- situation where you are playing these top teams every week, that we can push it to seventy thousand because we know we we'll get probably at that stage we'll probably get sixty three or sixty four thousand season ticket holders. Aye, well, as I said, as far as I know. It's plans that have been done, even back to like Fergus's time. Fergus looked yeah. at how how he could do that. And as, as far as I said, as far as I know, the plans are kind of... I mean, they're not putting any planning permission or anything like that, but they've got ongoing every couple of years. It'll be upgraded for safety stuff and all that, whatever. But as far as I know, Terence, as soon as any like concrete comes about, like a kind of European Super League or anything that kind of wants that kind of investment in the club, it's a kind of... Boom, press the button. Mark, would, you like to see, would you like to see the motion? Would you like to see the standing yeah. section increased at Celtic Park? I would like to see one put over another corner, Paul. Mm-hmm. That was mentioned, though, wasn't it? There was there has been, there has been mentioned. I mean, there's a green. I mean, there's a green brigade, and then there's the boys. They're called, and they're two, two totally different kind of factions. So I gave one of them one corner, another one, another, just let the party go on because. If, Everybody's on about the atmosphere at Celtic Park, but the atmosphere at Celtic Park is nothing compared to it's been in the, in the past. Mm-hmm. Unless the Green Brigade are, I mean, there's just far too many people turning up to listen to the Green Brigade and video the Green Brigade and take pictures of them. I mean, it's like wait to be entertained. You see, they kind of getting involved and joining in. Well, we saw that, Mark, when there was kind of protest when Lennon and Laurel were there when the Green Brigade did a silent protest. That they weren't going to celebrate goals and stuff like that. I, I, you saw the difference when the the Green Brigade aren't involved with the fans. The, the right. atmosphere. Do you mean it's just, like watching a Premier League game? Like you know that, what I mean? That's exactly what it is. Paul. There are too many people turn up just expecting the Green Brigade to be part of the match, the entertainment, without mm-hmm. having to actually get up and sing sing songs yourself in that. To be honest, then, though, Mark, like if, if 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 it's going to be one of your first times there, then you you are going to. Watch the Green Brigade, you know, because they do oh, what they bring to the club is amazing. Like the Winton Fair, like you know, every, every big club needs a certain amount mm-hmm. of so called quote unquote tour, tour, no, mm-hmm. tourist fans' terms. Oh, tourist fans, all right. I like, like how many, how many these trips of Japanese people have come out to watch us for Kyogo and that came in. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah. Get international appeal, so every ground's good to have that side, Paul, that kind of thing. I but. Those people that are season tickle holders there, Paul, just sitting videoing the Green Brigade and stuff like that. Yeah, you exactly. There to start and help the atmosphere. Do you get what I mean? See, when I was going to games, Paul, everybody sang. I mean, mm-hmm. I was even out there in the old East Stand and that's a bit like the snobby seats, but there were still people that sang. Do you get what I mean? 
exactly. You can sit there and other bits of the ground and to just people just turn the kind of interest and getting chanting and that going. It's a bit of a shame. Mm-hmm. Well, moving on, interesting things by uh, Sonus anyway, so... Do you, do, you, do, you, do you think we should share a stadium with them then? No, it's a tall match, Jesus <laughs> Christ. If we, can't agree, if we can't agree on the fucking Australian talk, imagine the opera if there was a stadium. I'd be disgusted with our club match if we did something like that. I think the hassle would be to get rid of the green straws between a Tuesday night Champions League game and a Wednesday night Champions League game. Yeah, I'd be fucking bucked up. That'd be a full-time job. Mate, that's the Celtic game finished. Get rid of the green straws. Listen, they can't even even agree on a way offence. So they have a fucking hope of agreeing to sort out a stadium together. Not that we would ever want this. But they they can't even... They can't even agree to let Celtic players in, into into their into Ibrox. They can't even. Exactly. They, they don't even, we can't let the Celtic players into the stadium for their home match because we can't guarantee their safety. safety. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they only want they only want seven hundred away supporters, Celtic supporters bring in their own ground. What they do is they'll bring in that top uh, that top dog security guard that has the the blonde flick over and the, the face <laughs> name. He be number one. He'd be number one security guard on every single oh, match. Oh, that'd, that'd be weird, though. <laughs> yeah, Bob the Builder, whatever you call him. <laughs> you know? um, looking ahead to Wednesday's game uh, against uh, Real Madrid at the Bernabeu, uh, Celtic's last European game of the season. It's been a campaign of ups and downs, a campaign of where clinical finishing uh, wasn't involved with Celtic, uh, missed opportunities, missed passes at the back, led to Goals by Hart, Juranovic. Just a bad campaign completely to me. I, I expected more uh, from, from Celtic in this. I know people say it's a lawn and carve and things, but it's a bit disappointing for me to be finishing last in the group with, 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 with two points and hopefully we can maybe go out with a bang and bring a game to, to, to Celtic or uh, to, to Real Madrid. Um. Yeah, listen, it's, it's it's very it's very disappointing, Paul. As I said, we we spoke after the last game that a couple of weeks ago after the Donetsk game when it, when it was one all that if we didn't we 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 realistically had a serious chance of finishing second, and if we didn't finish at worst third, we'd be disgusted. A few weeks later, we're now two points after, after out of fifteen playing Real Madrid away in a game that, in a sense, is a dead rubber. I know people might argue it's not a dead rubber, but it it is a dead rubber for me. I mean. Oh, what Celtic will do is, you know, they might put in a performance. The problem is Madrid. Madrid need a, a result. If either if they win to top the group, or they, I think they need a draw to definitely top the group or second or something like that. I know they're probably first or second anyway, regardless, probably. But yeah, look, it's it's been a, it's been a very disappointing situation, Paul. As I said, we we couldn't score at one end, and we couldn't defend at the other. So, <laughs> and as I said the last time on here, the the league table doesn't lie whether it's the SPL or whether it's this one in the Champions League, Celtic are where they deserve to be in it because they haven't performed. Yes, they've, they've played well in games. They've played well for periods of games. They've uh, they've looked very well in certain games, the Real Madrid game, the, the next game away from home. But in other, in other, in other games, I, I keep saying it, I think it's very, very naive of the Celtic. Um, mm-hmm. I'm kind of, you know, they just, they just, they just weren't clinical. And to me, the two things they weren't clinical going forward. They weren't clinical defensively. And I just think, as a team, they were very, very naive in the way they played football. That's my own opinion on it. 
Mark, you really can't disagree with Terence, can you? About no, that? No, you know? nothing, at, nothing at all. There was highs and lows, but the game actually during games, as Terence was saying, we played great against Real Madrid for, for half of it, but for an hour, lost 3-0. You thought, oh well. We'll learn from that, and if we can play like that for an hour against Real Madrid, we might have a chance here, but that away game with Shakhtar and Poland scun on me. Mm-hmm. And then even one in Germany, if we should... Ah, I don't. There's no excuses. There really isn't. I know we're kind of trying to look for excuses, but for me, it just wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. In terms of, we showed a kind of naivety that I wouldn't expect for a manager of Angie's experience and kind of knowledge. I do think he's, but good on the same kind of Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, I know Ange wanted, and this is what uh, Dan Olivich was saying, Mark, that Ange was relishing the chance to, to bring his football to the European stage, showing them his style of play and stuff like that. But in saying that, like, to go in there with Callum McGregor as as the pivot role, uh, for me, that that's where Angeball failed. And we spoke about it, like, we're not going to dwell into it all the time. But I think that's one of the main reasons Angeball hasn't... Got us results in, in Europe was that that one that one role, you know. But it's like these kind of all these kind of buzzwords in that Paul Ange ball and stuff like that. So and that, basically that's what the buzzwords and a wee bit of a laugh and a joke between us. But realistically, Ange ball has got to evolve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they're going to it's like people going a bit like total football. The, the Dutch brought in and that. But total football, what we talk about today, is totally different for the Dutch version, although we kind of talk about all oh, the Dutch started it. Do you get what I mean by that? But the, mm-hmm. the, the one that came out in the, like the 70s and that, it evolved. Johan Cruyff evolved that, and even now, Guardiola and that, Klopp's even playing a kind of progressed version of like that kind of Dutch total football and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. even though Angie's got this kind of way he wants to play football, it's a results business. And it's Celtic, mm-hmm. it's still the Scottish League. So we can always, we should always be having a manager at a level that can win as, win as the Scottish League. But we need a manager that's going to have the, the, the nuance and the kind of, and the heat mentality and thoughtful, forward, thought, thoughtful thinking way to progress in his team, to deal with different situations, different games, how we play against better opposition than us, with an opposition that we're expected to steamroller out every week. Mm-hmm. It was, as Tern says, it was just it was really, really a naive approach for me. There was good patches in games, but good patches in games don't really mean much. Fair dues against Real Madrid today, but just from a wee good patch against Shakhtar Donetsk, doesn't mean like, much. If you're, not, if, you're, if you're not in your game uh, for 90 minutes, and, and Terence touched on there many times when, when, when we did podcast after European games, if you're not on your game for 90 minutes, against these teams, you will get punished. And and, that, and that's what happened to Celtic. Oh, we got right. punished because we just concentration-wise or something there, making sweet, silly passes. like even, Not not just like finishing, but even our passage of play. Like we've seen that. I know it's different opposition against Livingston, but basic passing terms should be the norm to these players. Like we couldn't even play decent passes in Europe. I, and, and one of the biggest things for me, Paul, is I have no issue with 
the way Postacoglu wants to play like that, and that's fine. But you have to learn from your mistakes. And in the six, mm-hmm. five games so far, to me, Celtic haven't learned anything. They haven't learned that, okay, we're, as I say, I don't mean this in the rule, but the definition of stupidity is doing the same thing over right, and over right. again and expecting a different result. Like The problem with me that I have is that they play a certain way, they do they do certain things, and okay, after the game, they go, oh yeah, we, we didn't do that well, we didn't do that well. Okay, we need to we need to improve now. That their mistakes that we're doing, we need to. But they they haven't changed any. They haven't rectified any of the mistakes. They've still defended the same way from the first game to the last to the last game they played, and they're still happy to defend by going. Okay, we'll leave this guy back and him back. We know he's worth fifty million. And he's dynamite, or we know this fella's unbelievable, or we know that fella's really good. It's and it's not learned from the mistakes that I find. I find. For me, is 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 has been poor from Celtic. You know, yeah, the finishing has been very very poor. But there 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 are little things in it. Like if you go to the guy after the Real Madrid game or after the the next game and go, look, okay, I know it's the Champions League. Maybe just I know you're probably a bit nervous. Just just try and take a half a second more to think about it or think that you know. It, that's one of the biggest things for me. They they kept continuing to do the same mistakes over and over and over and over, and they they, they didn't learn from it. Didn't they? And for for me, that's really really disappointing to see. Like you know, mm-hmm. uh, Bobby says I should have taken ideas from Martin Dale uh, for his defensive blueprint. Uh, <laughs> what's that? Stay between the white lines. <laughs> 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 My bad. Apologies. <laughs> but, do, do you be ashamed there, Terence? It's like as if it's a kind. It's a a bit of a cliche in football, you know, that or Plan B is just a Plan A better. Into that seems to be yeah. like kind of Angie's approach. Into that's I'm not changing it. Just do what I'm telling you. I don't mean that. Like, I'm not kind of arrogant, ty- ty- tyrannical way. But it's like I said that out and it didn't work. But that's because it's as if the players just need to do it better. Like like if for, for arguments, they said to get gone to Leipzig, and the third game after losing the first two, and or sorry, the last first and drew the second one. I go okay. If we come out of Leipzig with a point, this would be great. No one would have batted an eyelid if Celtic went four five one. No one would have batted an eyelid gone. So look, there probably people would have probably gone. You know what? That's slightly sensible. You have two. Have a we just have a or James McCarthy in there with. If, but would you throw Allegard into this game? No terms that we don't have to win. Like just to get him game time into this game. Uh, I to, to be honest, Paul. I I I be honest. I don't see the point. Throwing somebody in the rules. Because he's not because he's not he's not going he's not going to play him in the following game. He's he not going to play him in the following league game. So I, if he's not going to play him in the following league game, I wouldn't be just putting him in to play that game. I, you know, for me, if if he's if he's if he's happy to say in his head that O'Reilly is my man in that position till Callum McGregor comes back, then just play O'Reilly. Just it's, play back O'Reilly. To, well, it's back to Paul as well. We're talking about like pathways into the team. And I'm not, I'm not mean that's at Abel Gard's that kind of level, but you can't throw a guy that we've all been clamouring in to get a start. You can't throw him in for his first start against one of the best teams in the world. Exactly, yeah. He's exactly. A bad, if you do that and he's a bad game in the Bernabeu, you're going to close for him. Aye, aye. Angie's got, he's going, we could, we could probably name him. He's going to do the same thing. Aye, aye. It'd be the midfield three, Moy, and uh, O'Reilly. They'll be the, the, the tree. Can I? That's, that's Paul, 100%. Paul, the only difference is, barring injuries, is it going to be Juranovic? Is it going to be Ralston? Other than that, 
it's it's going to be your normal Hart, Vickers, Yens, Taylor. With the Juranovic he seems to favour him more in Europe mm-hmm. than than Ralston. It's going to be Hart. It's going to be O'Reilly, Tatate, Moy, and then up the, the three up front can vary. Jot is back now, so I'm sure he'll want to play. He want to get. He loves to be playing in the likes of the Burnabout. I think so it could be Yasa, uh, Yasa, and Moida, because Moida was rested today for some reason. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know, and that, and that's, and that's likely. It's the, it's the three players up top are the only ones at the minute that are, that are mm, that you could, you, you, you're not 100 percent sure who, who the three exactly. could be. Other than, other than that, the team, the team picks itself, like. So I, Jabba, I can't see any reason why he's going to change. I know, I know. I think he could. That's Jabba. Eight o'clock. Jesus Christ, my run since half six. You some disgrace, but Aye. better off not coming on and just hit the like button. Aye. <laughs> Aye. No, we need, we need that. We need a note for his wife for his mum. We need a note. Mind him, Jabber. I'll, def- I'll defend you, Jabber. Mind him. <laughs> he's that. Yeah, he might as well come on. Swagger, then. Swagger, then. Here with a big heel, heel, heel lads after all this length, I think. Was he on the live chat this afternoon? He was, yeah. Oh, shocking behaviour, shocking. <laughs> Dude, what about what? You're not yet for that one. I think it's going to be um. What you were saying there, Terence? They're like Madrid need a result. I think it's going to be a. T- I think we we could we we could be could be taught a good lesson here by Real Madrid if 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 we go in with. The way we have done in previous European games on the Ange, we could be teaching it. We, we could be taught a bad, bad lesson here. But the other side of the call is that I would say is right. If, if for argument's sake, if Madrid need a result that we all know, whether it's a draw or a win, blah blah blah. Surely they got, and I know he won't do it because I know why I'm even saying this. But surely they got this is a time where past the cobbler to be pragmatic. And go, okay, okay. I see if I not change my style but change my formation. Go a little bit more sensible. I'm playing against European Championships champions with some of the best midfielders and some of the best footballers that's played in in years in their team. If I go toe to toe with them, you could it could be an all merciful hiding. Why not go with as I said the four four five one something like that and go okay mm-hmm. have your have your hold the midfielder in there with O'Reilly whether it's Abagard or now I know there's talks of McCarthy going oh, what I saw mm-hmm. reports but. Put someone else in there and have two genuine fellas to go. Look, I really don't want you moving very far from here because the likelihood is Real Madrid will have 70 plus possession, I imagine, something like that. And and try and see what it's like to frustrate a team rather than trying to go gung ho against them. Because I keep saying it, their players are playing with Real Madrid for a reason, the players are playing with exactly. for a reason. And if they go toe to toe, no, I think the same as you, Paul. It, 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 it could it could turn into a bit of a hiding, like. Mm-hmm. Especially with any um, results, like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not expecting much. I'm really not expecting much. <laughs> no, Mark, it's frightening, because uh, it's, it's, especially now, like, when we thought Madrid would have this league done and dusted by then. Do you know what I mean? And the fact now they need the results, like, they're going to come in with their A game on, on, on Wednesday night. Do you know what I mean? It's, this could be a long, long night on Wednesday night. Uh, I think it will be. I honestly do. I'm not looking forward to it at all. I hope you enjoy yourself well, Shane. Whoever won, there's a few other lads going out as well, so I hope you enjoy yourself. But, but I don't think you'll enjoy the actual game that much. 
But it's all the more reason, Mark, the Postacogli should be pragmatic and look at it and go, okay, exactly. it's, a, it's a dead rubber. Maybe I'll Thank you, change my formation. Yeah, change my formation and go, listen, you know, if Celtic lost 1-0 or 2-0, fair enough, but you don't want to see them lose 6-0 or 6-1 or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Be uh-huh. pragmatic and go, be pragmatic and go, okay, I'm going to change it to maybe a 4-5-1 or something like that. And let Kyogo run all over the place and try support him and try play Madrid on the break if you can. But if we if we try go toe to toe with them, it's worrying. It could be it could be a, as you said it could be a long night. Mm-hmm. I I I I I I I've uh, my dogs about. It's not a game I'm I'm too excited about, you know. So I mean, let's okay. face it. All they needed today to give ourselves any chance, if any chance whatsoever, again through the, out of this group was one other night against Shakhtar. Exactly, and they couldn't. Mm-hmm. And they were the two games, Mark, that I expected Celtic to win. Two games. And we're lucky, and just said the other night, we're lucky they to get rid of all the other players they, they, to get shot at because of the, like, the conflict earlier there and that. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. they've been mauled. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, just, it just shows you that we kind of, oh, we're running so that now that we're dominant in Scotland, but when it comes Arsenal. to Europe, we're still dragging miles behind man. Arsenal, uh, uh, Arsenal, Everton, were all for him to fire uh, I think Everton had a bit about twenty nine million reduced, refused. Arsenal had a bit about thirty two refused. He's now valued at eighty five million. Is what they're going to put put down him because of basically what he's done in Europe this season. I I think that young lad is is is. Steps above any Celtic player, like he's, he's just a different class. Aye, so when you just aye. have that one player who can do things for you, you always have a chance. And I know we we have those players when we're playing SPL, but we don't have that one no. player in, in Europe yet, Mark, to do things like that for us. You know what I mean? You know? No, that's so he scored three or four goals. Did he? He scored three or four goals in Europe, like so that's mm. worth an, worth an absolute so fortune. all in the power terms when we played Ukraine. He tore us yeah. apart. He tore Scotland apart in the Nations League, Mark. He tore, he, he skinned Cal McGregor for their goal, like, do you know what I mean? I you know? Scotland not put them out. No, they knocked Gio to the European, uh, the, the Nations League, in the semi-final. They got, they lost in the oh, final. Yeah. I know, but Scotland have played Ukraine that much. In the last I know, months. yeah. <laughs> That's the stupidity of the, the Nations League, isn't this? They've uh, seen the yeah, four or five times, like, you know, you know. Yeah, so when is it. when is fine the league market. finishing up now? When is the league finishing up? Two weeks. Yeah. Do we have two? Do we have two matches uh, left only? I think it's about the eighteenth or something like that, isn't it? Let's get up to our fixtures there. So bear with me there, no lads. So Wednesday we have Madrid. Then we've done the nice at Saturday at three o'clock. Twelve and then Wednesday the ninth we have Motherwell in the that's the Premiership and then we're finishing up Ross Counting, then we're back then the seventeenth of December. Yeah, so we're finishing up the twelfth of, of November. So is it, is it the week after so the the World Cup is starting, so is it? No, I'm sure that's about the eighteenth, Paul. And to see for that last game, we'll maybe players away for that. That could be, Mark, yeah, because we were talking about that in the previous thing. That November the 20th uh, starts the World Cup. 
Argentina wants their players away for two weeks. They're yeah. allowed to take players away two weeks before that. Yeah, Argentina want their players released early for the for the World Cup. You know, so who's the person? Juranovic is it? I'm expecting Kyogre and Mead to go as well. Uh, Riley's got a kind of outside chance. Outside chance. Uh, Yasser's in the Portugal squad, Mark. You never know. So, uh, he's in. Uh, he's got the. Uh, what is it called? The preliminary squad into the yeah. one that he might, yeah. might be going, which, which was a bit of a surprise to me, to be honest. But fair play and well done. You are on that. I'm delighted, Mark, because it just shows now, Mark, right, for, for, for Celtic to keep a player like Yasser, like for him to be calling up this provisional squad for the World Cup, it just shows you don't have to move. Tom Celtic to get uh, into international uh, team. Just look at Flager Foster, look at Gary Hooper. They went down south, they never got a look into the English team. Uh, and that's the only reason why they they got overlooked by Celtic. I mean, was because they no, paid for that Celtic. Was one, that was one of the big problems with Carter Vickers trying to get me seen seeing a permanent deal was he wanted to make sure that he wasn't going to fall off the radar with America. Yeah. Well, he's like he's got in he's played week in and week out for the first time in his career. I can guarantee you, Mark, if he didn't come to Celtic when he did on loan, he was not making that US team. No, no. But didn't the, didn't the Japanese manager, the Japanese manager say that about even the likes of the Hattati and them playing this? Basically, the fact that they're playing in Scotland is... Yeah, no, see under, what they under, do, under, Gary. Undermining, undermining their chances of getting in the, in yeah. the, in the, in the setup. What it is, it's, it's more the Japanese government. Okay want Japanese players caught up to the Japanese team that play in Japan, that play in the league. Oh, so, like New Zealand. I'll get you like New Zealand in the rugby, so if you don't play yeah, in New Zealand, you can't get them exactly. the Okay. He, he's constantly calling them up, but then you kind of see him kind of only playing a half and half, and then he's bringing all the Japanese homegrown players that are playing in the league. Then, do you get me? Like, you know, I, don't, okay. I really think we need to play a full game, but they're saying now oh, that this could be the first World Cup when this manager will act outside the Japanese League. You know? And okay, kind yeah, of the, yeah. the government are still kind of kind of arguing. They're, they're still arguing, like, why why you calling up Kyogo? Why you calling up Marina? And he, he's saying, like, well, these are the best players. Do you know what I mean? If you okay. want to know, like, yeah. you know, I get so you. That's, yeah, uh, it's the same as some of the rugby, some of the rugby yeah. countries, New Zealand and New Zealand. New so Zealand wanted Simon Zebo for years, Kevin. So wanted Simon Zebo for years. They didn't. They didn't. They did it in France. They did it in Ireland as well. You couldn't play with Ireland if you weren't in the provinces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did that. It's stupid, really. Like Mark, isn't it? You know what I mean? If you want an outside chance, like you bring your best players. You know. Ah, Disney bottom. I would rather Celtic players when they go into World Cup, Paul. Oh, I'm the same as you. I'm the same as you, Mark, but look, it is what it is. And I think looking at this Celtic team, we, we actually, I think, Mark, it's the first time in a long time that we do actually do have a lot of players who could be called up to this to this World Cup, do you get me? You know, before you might see only one Celtic player, max two if you're lucky. But now like we, we could end up with about five, six players going, you know, which is good for Celtic, Mark, that we are attracting these international players to the World Cup. You know, you know, just my opinion. Mm. Um, if I be honest, if I was Gareth Southgate, I'd be looking at your heart for a bit of experience in that World Cup goalkeeping position. You know, freaking Pickford is fucking useless. Aye, you know? aye. 
Uh, shocking, shocking. Uh, England, England will be a laughing stock out there again. I think so, boy. Uh, uh, I think so. Especially after their Nations League campaign. It was that they got relegated now to League B or something in the group. Uh, I something like that. Aye. You know, he actually could be in a group with them now next year when the new Nations League comes out because he qualified for that. Aye. That group, Jesus Christ, imagine that. England and Scotland inside us, they had the same group. You know, fucking Lana Roof be having a field there with a half and half jersey. Maybe they was going with all these international breaks, they're playing qualifiers, they're playing Nations League stuff, you know, it's all a garbage, man. So much international football these days that just it doesn't need to. It's be wrong, Mark. Ain't they playing about three games in the space of four or five days? It is wrong. You know what I mean? And you're destroying. No wonder players are getting injured. Do you know what I mean? And it's always in the wrong international games as well. A lot of players seem to be getting injured. There's too many games from. You know. Which is Especially this year, Paul. I mean, the the World Cup is on, so having all these friendly games and exactly, like you you have, you were having the league, you were having the league pro league, say for example, in Scotland, you were having the league for three weeks, and then all of a sudden, oh, it's an international break, and there was two weeks off, and uh, Ireland are so bad they were playing like Azerbaijan and probably the the Taliban eleven or something like that. Ireland were so rubbish, like. And yet they're coming back. They're coming back then, and he, and fellas and the proper players are coming back and they're thinking to play another four or five weeks. And then there was all of a sudden there was another international break. Like and then mm-hmm. obviously then there was the shutdown of football for a couple of weeks. You know, so just all of a sudden you'll be coming back after the World Cup and they'll be trying to they'll be trying to shove games into every little pocket of space they can have to try get games in. Should we even like, try to do that now in November? Aren't they? Just always said there like we don't have we have a game midweek and weekend for the running up to the World Cup just to cramp in these games. Aye, you know? aye. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, it's madness, like. It's madness. And, they, yeah. and as you said there, as, as Mark said there, like, or you were saying, teams might, teams will probably have a right to call their players up uh, probably maybe 10 days, a week to 10 days before, at least maybe two weeks before the World Cup kicks off that they have their camp and they're off out over to, to Qatar and acclimatise and do whatever else they have to do over there. So you could conceivably be missing the likes of Carter Vickers for for two, three league games easily. And and uh, maybe one or two of the Japanese lads could be gone. Juranovic could be gone. <laughs> Moy will be called up as well, I say. Moy will be called up to the Australian team as well, I say. Aaron Moy, the way he's playing at the moment. You know? I, I, there's a good chance of that as well. Yeah. I... yeah. There's a good chance of him. They were talking about that as well, that there's actually a chance that Moy could get caught up because of the way he's playing. You know, just something that Terence was saying there about the Taliban 11. I could just imagine the comps are going, Joyce, you could really hear the bang off that ball when he takes this. It'll probably still be learning, Paul. That's the worrying thing. They probably will, Terence. Yeah, they probably would. Yeah. And the Irish fans then be singing Ole Ole after the game, yeah. after getting beaten 6 yeah. 0 by the Taliban. Yeah. Some guy even hit her the back post with some fella. <laughs> Embarrassing. Like, I remember the, the Mark, we, we, when we went over to um, the World Cup, Ireland were playing over there and we got hammered by Spain, we got hammered by France, and all the Irish fans were still in the stadium after the game singing the fails of Alton Roy. And <laughs> typical Roy King comes out while well, they're celebrating, like they got hammered, like <laughs> the disgrace he said, singing, singing to the team that just got hammered 5 6 Phil. 
that's something that Celtic have got. That's another thing that Celtic have got in common. My only fans, it's like the glorious failure. Yeah, yeah. In the Champions League, yeah. Ah, it's always up to that man. See all this get oh, See when players come out and say, oh, it's one of the best atmospheres I've played in and stuff like that. I just right on my wick. It doesn't impress me that. See all that. And who was it mean to applaud that? Xavi after pitch. Mm-hmm. It seemed that really stuck macro, that. That really, that really annoyed me the Celtic fans. Just a wee, a wee pat in the heat. There you go. Well done, son. King Did really you notice too as well, Mark, that... Uh, the Neil Lennon fellas back in twist again after he got the sack from the, the Cyprus crowd. You know? Has he put back up at me, Siamese boy? Yeah, he's back up there. He put up a tweet there the other day saying, credit to Jorgen Klopp, uh, uh, clapping the fans and clapping his players off the pitch after a 1-0 defeat to Nottingham Forest last weekend. Uh, difference in fans might put up a difference in manager to Neil Lennon. That Klopp <laughs> actually applauds his team when they lose. You just came out and slaved them on TV. No reply back. No reply back. He's not going to yeah. answer to you, is it? I know, but I'm just saying, it's definitely Lennon. Like, oh, definitely, it's him. Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Come, haven't, haven't seen him for the past year when he's over in Cyprus playing manager. He gets sacked, then all of a sudden he pops up again. The managers right. can't let Celtic alone. Like, do you know what I mean? Wait, did you watch them playing Man United the other week? Oh, they did well, Mark. The goalkeeper that was playing for them. Yeah, it's Fairness to know, but he he did. He was only number, he was only, he's only number, number two. two. Mhm. Nigerian international, though, Mark. Nigerian international. You know, but Mark does say there, like. Did ever was, find out how I get the bullet on Cyprus yet? No. Results, Mark, and uh, was it Bobby was saying there he lost eleven games this season or something like that already, and there there was. Fallouts then as well with the board again and stuff like that and typically knee letting you know yeah but then Rice we we spoke about this about knee lending you up as well Mark he knew I know he lost now like and thing but he only lost one nil the other night against them Lenin knew he couldn't go toe to toe at Man United and he set up his team to play against Manchester United you get me aye, you know aye. but that's that that's for me, is what Ange needs to do. He should know Wednesday that he can't go toe to toe with Real Madrid. And fair enough, he tried it and it worked for 30 minutes. But that's all you're going to get against Real Madrid. We're listening in the game. You get your 15, 20 minutes break, and if you don't score, that's your chance. Uh, uh, that's the That's the thing. While you're in that bit of exactly that right, yeah. very sure and top. You've got to take your chances. As yeah. Terrence keeps saying, it, there's a reason players are at Celtic, mm-hmm. and a reason players are at Real Madrid, and I believe second places like that. Mm-hmm. There isn't much a reason that a players at Shakhtar Donetsk and not Celtic for me, but. Yeah, at the minute, anyway. But even, even, even Lennon, Lennon was cute enough even when he played Rangers and Ibrox. Lenin mm-hmm. would often just leave Samaras up front by himself right. and make sure he defended and he defended. So the they, were the they were my two favourite They were my two favourite goals ever uh, in the derby. Uh, were, were two Georgie Samaras goals. The one when the ball was lobbed off him, he ran from the halfway line and um, McGregor came out and he just rounded McGregor into the goal. They were my two favourite uh, derby goals. Was was George. There was just something about Samaras at Celtic, wasn't there? He, loved he, was, him he, was he was either brilliant or he was terrible. Yeah. 
with her. He could frustrate you. But then when Samus was on his game, Samus was on his game, wasn't he? You know? well, he was, but but, that, but what I'm saying is he was. And, but that was down to Neil Lennon, would like him or load him, that he would go to Ibrox and he would know, he would he would literally be in his head going, in a sense, I, 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 I'm happy to take a point out of here. I'm going to make it as awkward as hell for them to score because obviously back then there was really nothing between the two sides. It mm-hmm. was it was really it was literally it was a flick of a coin who'd nearly win the league like mm-hmm. at times and and like he'd always go to Ibrox and he got a lot of good results in Ibrox in fairness to him you know he got a, got a lot mm-hmm. of good results there and he he knew how to play but it's like you said he knew how to play against the likes of the famous when he obviously when they beat Barcelona but like he, you know when he went to the, when he played in those games or. Managing a lot of those games in Europe, he was pragmatic. Was he? Was he not? Was he not the manager? I could be wrong. Was he not the manager when they beat Spartak Moscow over in Moscow as well, or was he not? The, was or Samra scored oh, the last yeah, minute? Yeah, Boris saved the penalties, wasn't it? Yeah, aye, I think he was. But you know, he you know he was pragmatic in the way he played these teams. He wasn't just gung ho like oh, he mightn't have been the most likable guy, but he he. He was able to cut his plot accordingly. He knew, like, mm-hmm. and he keeps saying it, that they'll play with them and we'll play with Celtic for a reason. And mm-hmm. if I go toe-to-toe with them, there's only going to be one winner. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, that's it, lads, uh, for tonight. Uh, I'm a man who gives credit where credit is due. Uh, David Thomas missed kick today for Yasha's goal. was just <laughs> outstanding. Uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back again Wednesday night, straight after the game uh, for match reaction against Real Madrid. And then we look ahead to Dundee Nice's game. Uh, I had to give credit, Mark. I had to give credit. Mark will close the show. <laughs> right, Paul, look, we know, we know it's here. We know your jealousy of Turnbull's here. Right. I was thinking there, to myself there today that Thomas should be up up in the mountains with the monks making buck fast with that hair, cause. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's either a Peaky Blinders number or a, ma- a man bun, Paul. Right. The, the choice that's the, that's the choice you've got. Would you rather see Turnbull with a man bun? Is that what that is? Jesus Christ! I Jesus can't make the poor boy more. Imagine David Turnbull went right, went the more at his hairdresser and said, "Give me, give me a Paul bun. I mean a man bun." <laughs> right? <laughs> imagine, imagine the grief that guy would get. Give, give me a stick for you. He'd, be, he'd, he'd go to supporters' dances and get swarmed with him, and that's how it you. Is that you, Paul Freecourt? That's a cracking man bun there you've got. I've got a man bun. <laughs> <laughs> but see the, picture, see the picture I put up, Paul, that wee guy, FIFA, that wee Castro guy with a man bun. Yeah, I big took it down, you bollocks. I took it down. Big jabber, big jabber actually asked me if that was you. He saw that with a real picture that you put up. Jabber, you've a hard case. One coming on the show late and then insulting me then. You know, Jesus Christ, the grief, the grief. Uh, Mark will close the show. Hey, <laughs> brother, thanks very much, Paul. You as well, Terence. Thanks very much for coming on yeah, again, mate. It's always good when you come on. Everybody that joined the live chat, even Jabber, it was an hour late. Thanks very much. Everybody that supports us, we really appreciate it. Remember, and hit the like button. And if you know how, uh, please leave a comment. It helps you climb up the YouTube thing and that and share it about your social medias and that. Hail, hail, lads. Good night and God bless.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. 